Welcome to episode 12 of Your Town Crime. This week we travel to Jellicoe, Tennessee. I talk about train wrecks and coal. Shannon, a redhead, talks about a true crime that was dubbed the Redhead Murders. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Your Town Crime, the podcast. How you doing, Shannon? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. This is week twelve, I believe. Yep, it's been been quick. That has been quick. Yeah, we are. We we say that every week. Every week, it's been it's been quick. Uh, we are. <laughs> it's been uh, we we've missed a week uh, for us to record. We usually do this every week, and now we got back in the groove. So we're here, and hopefully we. will We'll just slide right into normal podcasting. Yes. Hey, I didn't even see. Do you have your tree up yet? Christmas tree? No. Uh, no. We have ours. Already? <laughs> yes. I All put right. it up the day before Halloween. We're recording this on November 9th, <laughs> 2020. And you've already got a tree up. Yes. We we, we get a real tree every year. Okay. So we're going to wait. wait. Yeah, we'll wait till uh, good, uh, not good Friday. <laughs> we put ours up on Easter. We put ours up on Easter, Shannon. We got you beat. No, on Black Friday, we'll buy. We'll we'll go get our a live tree. Okay. Well, we'll kill it. Uh-huh. We'll cut down a live tree and bring it, bring it to the house. So that's a tradition we've had. That's uh, cool. So. Do you plant it after? No. No. No, we can't. Okay. We oh, cut okay. it. We okay. kill it. Okay. So I throw it out in the throw it out in the woods or give it to somebody to it fishes to to sink. Okay. Well, um, yeah, we put ours up. I, every year I'm so stressed trying to get everything together in the house. And so I was like, you know what? I'm putting the tree up way early. So that's one less thing. There you go. And you can enjoy it. Yes. <laughs> trying to teach Mason not to touch all the ornaments. Yeah. The dog's pretty good with it. <laughs> yeah. They don't Mason, yeah. Mason's not good with it yet. Uh, he just likes to fling the... Well, they all look, yeah. like, they all look like, like balls and they're fun to play yeah, with. Yeah. So... Oh, Lord. We were in Hobby Lobby <laughs> speaking of that. <laughs> speaking of that, we were at Hobby Lobby and Mason picked up a basketball piggy bank and yeah. he thought it was a real basketball oh, no. and Ryan thought it was real too oh. and he checked it and it busted everywhere oh, and no. there was a worker there. She was so nice, but I was like, Ryan, he's like, I thought, <laughs> I thought it was, it was a real. ball and I'm like, why would they have a ball? <laughs> this is Hobby Lobby. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, oh well. Well, he's a boy. So there you go. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Huck. Huck. I think he'll be good this year. He yeah. he liked to crawl, crawl behind it when he's younger, but I think he'll be all right. Yeah, he'll have a lot of fun. Yeah, he'll try this to, year. Last year he tried to sneak and look look see what the presents were and, and stuff. So I'm sure he'll be more into that this year. <laughs> he'll be five in January, so he's he'll get sneaky. Yeah, so. Mason does not care about presents no. yet, which no. is fine. But this year he might. He might. He might like the attention that he gets yeah. more. But anyway, it'll be fun. I'm All excited. Right. Well, like I said, it's November 9th. We had an election last week. Yes, we did. And we're not going to get into the the politics, but 
All right. <laughs> Moving right along to Jellicoe, Tennessee. Jellicoe. Jellicoe, Tennessee. We're about an hour and a half from Jellicoe, Tennessee. We are in the same part of the t- state of Tennessee. Uh, recording this podcast just down south about an hour and a half on the same interstate system. Interstate 75 goes through Jellicoe. So if you've uh, if you've ever been if you've ever been on Interstate 75 of the Kentucky Tennessee line, you have gone by the exit to Jellicoe. And a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people from up north use 75 to go to the Florida and vice versa. There's a lot of a lot of travel on that interstate. So Jellicoe, that's where you come in. You start seeing the fireworks sign. That's right. We got fireworks <laughs> everywhere. Jellicoe, let's see. I can't Jellicoe or the Folly. I can't remember which one's got the got the big T Rex dinosaur outside the fireworks stand, or even if that's there anymore. I don't know. It's been a while since <laughs> I've been through there. I think I cut across. I have no idea. I went to Louisville twice last year, and I can't remember if I went that if I cut across. I know I did some. I think anyway. we cut across. Yeah, sometimes I cut across going to Louisville. And so I, I can't remember if I went up into Kentucky before I cut across. I, I might have once. Like I went different ways since I went twice. So hmm. anyway, I have been to Jellicoe. Have you been to Jellicoe? I mean, I'm sure. That, I mean, you've been through the, the interstate. I don't think know. I went there purposely. I've been, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been downtown Jellicoe one time. And I can't remember. I can't, I've been trying to remember this while I was there. I don't know. I worked at a camp, a day camp outside of Jellicoe in Campbell County uh, back in the 90s, mid-90s, I guess, um, in Coalfield and, uh, oh, man, Roses Creek out in that, Clarefield, and Roses Creek out in that area. So, yeah, if you're from there and you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> Say hey if you remember those <laughs> if you remember those day camps. Say hey, that was a long time ago. That was, that was pretty neat. Egan, uh, some pretty neat people up in there, and uh, coal mine is still going on. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, You're going to get an inbox that just says hey. Hey, I was I was at that camp. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It was a. Uh, well, I'm not going to get. It. I've got several stories, but uh, I'm not going to get into those. You get kind of kind of weird and wild and <laughs> but there that we we it's it's good memories that i have from there uh, so anyway uh we'll move move right along i guess we'll get into it you got anything else i don't think so all right okay so we'll just jump right into jellico is that good with you i'm good i yeah. think you i we hadn't talked about what you had but i think it's you looked just a few weeks ago when we were looking it up. Mm-hmm, that's like what a, I have. That's what you mm-hmm. got. Okay. So I don't know a whole lot about it. I might remember some details from other things I've learned, other shows listened to, and mm-hmm. Dateline, maybe. I don't know. I feel like someone did something on it. I know the high school there did. Did but it? That, mm, okay. that's well, so we'll get into it a little bit later. Just tell you about some interesting history and facts about Jellicoe. Um, Shannon, you threw this start, right? Yes. <laughs> you got Jellico. After you hit Rome, <laughs> New York twice <laughs> that we've already done. Yes. Oh, I did. That's right, right next to Rome. And then she threw it again, and it was just, <laughs> just right next to Rome again. I forget what I was trying to hit, but I did not hit it. You did not. So we didn't. We had to throw again since we can't do 
I mean, it was really like 10 miles away from Rome. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we have done really well, though. Look at how, like, we're just sporadic. Nothing's really that, except for over there. Nothing's super close. Well. Yeah, I don't know. We keep trying to go to the northeast because we want something <laughs> something wild, but I don't, we just feel like that, that that might be wilder, a little bit crazier stories. I don't know. Well, so much history yeah. there, too. Yeah. California. Oh, update on my friends in California. They are back home. Oh, good. Uh, the fires are under control. They're still burning, but they're, out of, they're in control. Uh, so they've been back home, I think, for a little while now, but... That's good. We talked about them when we did the episode in California, and they're going to be in for Christmas, and that's pretty cool. So, Aww. they and they did lose a dog, Aww. Annabelle. So Annabelle, they're uh, oh, I think you we talked about that. Yeah, they travel around everywhere, and and she'd go right along with them and just hop in and travel mm-hmm. good. So they lost her, but they did adopt. They did adopt another dog Aww. already, and spoiling spoiling that dog, I'm sure. No, I think Emma's her name. I think so. But anyway, things are things are going going better for them. Okay, I think I keep, we should we keep, just yeah. We get keep trying to start, and then I get <laughs> sidetracked. I keep seeing the squirrels. You guys are wanting you 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 want the juicy stuff. You're wanting to know what's going on in Jellico, and here we are talking. <laughs> Wonder if we've developed skippers yet. Give the people what they want, Jason. Uh, they're just going to talk for ten <laughs> minutes, and then we're gonna we're gonna skip. So maybe we got skippers. Or they love this content and then they skip the rest. Yeah. Either way, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Just glad you're listening. And give us a five-star review on uh, on iTunes. Like, share, and subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Yeah, tell your friends. <laughs> yeah. So as long as you do that. Um, it doesn't yeah, matter. It don't matter what you do. <laughs> All right. If you are a skipper, come in now. Because here we go. <laughs> Jellicoe, Tennessee. Okay. Is in Campbell County, population's around 2,200. Uh, it's named for Jellicoe Coal, Jellicoe Coal, Co- Coal Company. Uh, Jellicoe is a local alteration of the Angelica weed that grows in the area. Um, I looked it up because I was like, I haven't heard, ever heard of this weed. It's a, uh, it's not a native weed. It's from Europe and, and Asia, and it kind of looks like chigger weed. You ever heard that? Mm-hmm. That was a strong ch, by the way. Chiggers are if you don't <laughs> if you don't know what chiggers are. You are not from the south. <laughs> you are not from the south. I don't. They might be up north, but maybe. Uh, there's a uh, let's see. Chigger weed is. Uh, I'm thinking I'm making people nervous when I say that, but it's a strong ch. So just so you know, ch i g g e r, and it's a uh, queen queen Anne's. Queen Anne's lace is the uh, is is what the chiggers really like, but it, they kind of look a lot, a lot look look a lot alike. <laughs> okay. The weeds do. You've seen them before. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they grow everywhere around here. Um, it's kind of like a white flower, a, a tall, tall stalk with a white flower on top. Mm-hmm. You don't. Know, and just, you get chiggers. Yeah, and you get chiggers walking through the weeds, yep. and they are burrowing, burrowing insects that get around your ankles and. Yes. Other other type places, belt lines, elastic lines, in fun areas. Yeah, they're not they're not fun, and no. they burrow in and they itch. And mom used to put uh, uh, clear fingernail polish on them oh. to smother them. Is what she said. Okay, but I don't know. 
they don't bother me. I think I'm about immune to them. I get them, but Probably. I don't itch. Anyway, all right, getting past that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she just for your blew ears. her ears out. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so there we go. There's the, another squirrel, another <laughs> rabbit to chase. Yeah, so anyway, the the weed uh, kind of looks like a cl- cl- Queen Anne's lace, if you know what that is. It's another weed. They're in the same family. One's a wild carrot, one's a wild celery. Someone might Learned think we're talking about medical marijuana weed or weed no weeds like <laughs> weeds that don't that you don't want to grow and they are they aren't from here so they're uh what's that called when they grow you don't want them they're not from here they're invasive okay yeah so they're not from here they came here the seeds from somewhere else and and overtook a kudzu it's kudzu you guys from up north know anything about kudzu Is that all grass? right we're not you know what kudzu is, don't you? <laughs> the vine? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. And the Shenandoah song? Oh, man, Jason. Shenandoah reference. Okay, I do know what that is. Yeah. Like <laughs> the Shannon, you remember the Shenandoah song? Under the kudzu? No. no. Do you remember, you know who Shenandoah is? No. The 90s country, <laughs> country music? No. Super band? <laughs> All right. 88, Somebody out there is going to be like, oh, Shenandoah. That's some good tunes. <laughs> I like that song under the kudzu. All right, so um, <laughs> sorry, back on track. I'm gonna stay on track the rest of the time. Eighteen eighty. Don't believe you. Eighteen eighties. <laughs> uh, coal was discovered in the in the area uh, right outside Jellico in the mountains. There, uh, the railroad uh, came in in eighteen eighty three, and uh, mines started popping up everywhere because they could get the coal out. It was uh, Jellico was originally named Smithburg. And they changed it to Jellico in 1883 because of the population of the Jellico Coal Company. Uh, or just a Jellico Coal. It wasn't a company, I don't believe. It's just Jellico Coal is what it's known for. And it was it was good good burning coal, uh, very efficient. And uh, so the people liked it. And uh, a lot of people were using coal back then. They had a strike uh, that last, lasted a little bit and caused a shortage for the year. So they, there wasn't enough coal. And everybody... Everybody noticed because of that strike, but one of the most productive coal fields in the Kentucky, Tennessee area back in the, back in its day. Uh, something that, that happened with some of the historic events, um, coal takes up most of that. There's still coal, coal fields up there in the area. I've seen them. You go uh, going around some of those places. I was talking about uh, Clarefield uh, and and Groves Creek and Egan driving out through there, you're you're driving through coal coal fields all the time. You know, back roads go through uh, mines and mine areas, so it's just you know it's still going on up there. Um, and September twenty first, nineteen oh six, there was a dynamite explosion uh, in town. It was right at the at the rail yard there in town. There was eleven a ton, eleven tons of dynamite on in the rail cars and something happened they don't know what happened there was they were bumping the cars you know moving them hooking them up from different trains and different tracks and moving them and they don't know if that did it uh there was a guy that that witnessed it and was kind of watching the guys that were at the train cars and there was another guy that was shooting he worked for some brewery <laughs> and he was they said he said he was target shooting with a, a small target gun at, at a stake that was close by so i don't know if he had a ricochet or mm. shot I don't know, but they can't ask him because 
he's gone now. Uh oh. <laughs> there was uh, the the guy that was telling that story. He said there was three, the three guys he was telling the story about. They are were blown to smithereens, is oh, what he said. So, no. uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, there's two guys that are sitting standing there talking to each other that work for the railroad, and then this other guy worked for a brewery, and then boom, they were gone. So 11, 11 tons of dynamites killed uh, killed eight people and um, injured more than 200. And they said not a window in town was left. It just blasted everything and um, a lot of damage around town. Uh, downtown right around that area was just gone, they said. Um, lucky that it only killed eight. Um, they said not a re- single resident in town escaped from the, the damage. And they don't know the cause, like I said. Uh, but I don't know. That dude just standing. I don't understand that either. <laughs> like, this is a working trail yard. And there's Why a guy. Why were you shooting? He's just out with a small pistol. I mean, I know people carry, I mean, people still target shoot, but I don't think I'd do it in the middle of a train yard. Probably not. <laughs> Even if it was a small target pistol. I mean, that's 22. What's, I mean, it's oh, no big deal. <laughs> I don't know. He blew up, so <laughs> that's not a very good. All right, so uh, moving along to 1944, July 6, 1944. Um, there was a World War II troop train. The train derailed. Um, several cars ended up in a creek down below, and there was a 1,000 troops on the train, and more than 30 men were killed and 100 others injured. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so there were several train cars that didn't, that didn't go off, so those guys were fine. There was many men that were trapped in the train. Uh, I read some stories about one guy that was in there. He was still alive. Uh, they they tried to get down to him. There was there was dead men just laying all around him and on top of him. And he was when he regained consciousness consciousness, he uh, we yelled out to him and they got down to him. Uh, they were even even able to give blood to some of them and give uh, while they were while they were trapped and trying to cut them out. A lot of local residents were the first ones on the scene and started pulling people out, uh, just rigging up ropes and stuff and pulling them up steep embankments and, and all that, getting them back mm-hmm. up on the tracks so they get them out of there. Man. Yeah, so. And I saw one guy, the uh, the fireman on the train uh, that worked for the train company. Evidently, he was from Etowah, so oh. just down the road. Um, and there's a list of those that died on the on the train, you can find that online. Um, but that was a that was a while back, so that's a that's kind of the history. It's not a lot lot going on in Jellico. Um, it is a small town, a lot of coal mining, just a lot of hardworking people. Okay. What do you got, Shannon? I'm ready. So you've heard of the Redhead Murders, have you? I, I don't know. <laughs> I want to say that I've heard of it. Well, I take offense to it because I am redheaded. Yes, yes you are. <laughs> yes, you are. You're about as redheaded <laughs> as they come. Yep. Hey, I don't know if that's a good thing or bad well, thing. I mean, your hair is just red. You've got red hair. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. So, the redheaded murders, there have been between six to 11 victims from from the dubbed redheaded murders from 1978 to 1992 
Those victims are said to be from Tennessee, Arkansas, Mississippi, Pennsylvania, Kentucky, and West Virginia. Many of those victims have remained unidentified for years, but they all had commonalities. Reddish hair, and their bodies were found abandoned along major U.S. highways. Investigators all believe that the victims were hitchhiking or engaging in some sort of prostitution. Law enforcement from five states compared notes on a series of slayings and asked the FBI for help in determining if the redhead murders are the work of a single killer or multiple assailants. So it's very interesting that I didn't even know there was that many redheads. (laughs) (laughs) That's a single person, you know, would find. I know. Well, I mean, major, major, uh, major roadways, major, what did it say? Uh, they found their bodies along major highways. Major highways. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> probably a trucker, somebody that's moving back and forth a lot. Uh, prostitution was, uh, or sex sex workers were, you know, there's a, that's a thing at truck stops. So yeah. I think they're trying to cut down on that now. Uh, a lot of, like now a lot Is of. Is it still a thing? It's still a thing. And I think they're, they're finding out that it's a, uh, that sex trafficking is a big thing, uh, and and truck truck stops and they're trying to eradicate that now. Of course, they're trying to get that gone. It's mm. a wonderful thing. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah. And hitchhiking was a big thing. Yeah, hitchhiking too, was a big back thing back then. So one of those victims was Tina Farmer. She was a 21 year old originally from Indiana. Farmer was found down a large embankment off the southbound side of I 75. On January 1st, 1985. When she was found, though, her body was already in a decomposition state, as authorities believe she was killed three days prior. The autopsy report stated that Farmer was killed by strangulation. Her body was found fully clothed in a tan pullover, a t-shirt, and jeans. She was wrapped in a blanket and bound with ties with her hands and feet. The blanket was later found to have semen on it. Farmer had green eyes, red hair, and freckles all over. She had various scars, and it was noted that she was 10 to 12 weeks pregnant at the mm. time of her death. Sadly, authorities exhausted all efforts and were unable to determine the identity of Farmer. She was listed as a Jane Doe, and the case was listed as unsolved for many, many years. Well, that's... All right, just got some good news. So we know her name, and she was Jane Doe then. Yes. So. Yes. That's good. So, thanks to a missing persons blog post in 2018. Describing. 2018. Yeah. uh, Describing a missing woman from Indiana who matched the description of the Campbell County Jane Doe. The Tennessee Bureau of Investigation were able to find a fingerprint card on Farmer from the early 80s. Those fingerprints were compared to the postmortem prints of the Jane Doe with a positive identification 33 years later. Wow, great. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Good job, guys. Thanks. Yeah. And from an AP News article in 1985, a truck driver by the name of Jerry Johns from Cleveland, Tennessee, hmm. which is... Even closer to us than Jellico. Yes, was arrested in March of 1985 in connection with the attempted strangulation of an auburn-haired woman from Knoxville, Tennessee. That's even closer. Named Linda Shackies. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Hmm. 
John was initially ruled out as a suspect for Farmer's murder by Knox County detectives. During the investigation, though, ag agents learned that two months after Miss Farmer's body was located in Campbell County, Jerry Johns picked up a woman in Knox County and proceeded to strangle and bind her before dumping her body along I-40. The woman resembled Farmer and the circumstances were strikingly similar. The victim survived and her statement hmm. led to the arrest and conviction of Johns in 1987. So it's crazy, it's crazy that it was so similar just an hour away yeah. from them and yeah Knoxville and Jellico aren't far away from each other at all right and not to mention the other reports from women all over yeah. were they able the to link those were, yet mm -mm. is he still incarcerated we're gonna get to that oh you're not done yet all right <laughs> no. we got more so hopefully I don't know here's what I'm hoping I'm hoping they got DNA from the semen sample or at least kept the kept the if it was an article of clothing or whatever, kept it so they can try to get DNA and find him, make sure and link it up. So I'm not sure exactly what they found, but Jerry Johns died serving his prison sentence in December 2015 before the new leads developed in Tina Farmer's case because they oh. didn't know about oh. that stuff until after three years after he died is when they found out who she was and was trying to connect everything. After hearing all the evidence, Campbell That's County's grand jury found that if Johns were alive today, he would be indicted on a charge of first-degree murder. That's a good thing. Another big thanks to uh, Elizabethton. Elizabethton? Elizabethton. Yeah. Li no, we call it Elizabethton. Elizabethton? Yeah. Elizabethton. Okay. Elizabethton. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <Same. laughs> the high school teacher, Alex Campbell, and his students, who all spent several months researching Farmer's murder and linking her death to five other victims. The sociology students dubbed the killer they believe responsible for their deaths as the Bible Belt Strangler. The TBI said the project raised a lot of awareness to the case, but played no role, role in the most recent development. So that's pretty cool that that sociology yeah. teacher was able to get the students thinking, and they connected the other murders around to this case. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty neat. Sadly, Tina Farmer wasn't the only victim to be found in Jellico. Oh, on April 3, 1985, skeleton remains were found of a young girl believed to be 9 to 15 years of age. Authorities estimated that she had been deceased for 1 to 4 years. Hmm. 32 bones, including her skull, were recovered from the scene. Jewelry and a size 5 boots and scraps of clothing were also found near the scene. Similarities exist between Tina Farmer and the survivor Linda, Linda Shackey's a knot was similarities exist between Tina Farmer and the survivor from Jerry John's where the knot in this little girl's body hmm. a knot was found around her neck and it was similar to the knot that he made around both of those women forensic analysis of the victims remains indicate that she was not native of the Campbell County area but believed to have been born in Florida or Central Texas the cause of her death is undetermined, which, of course, does not rule out a homicide. So it's just an unsolved cold case around the time of Tina Farmer in the same town. Right. Did you say, did they, 
know who she was that they identified her body. They did not identify her body. But a lot of the reports said that a lot of these women were prostitutes or people trying to get away from their town. So they weren't really, they weren't missed. Yeah. I mean, they were by someone, but. Somewhere. But you can't link it up. mm -hmm. She, she was from Georgia. He picked her up and ended up in Jellico and they might not link it together. I don't know. Yeah. Well, so that's what we have from Jellico, which is a pretty big story. That I mean, is a big that's story. a, and that's that's really neat from the, from Elizabeth and that sociology. Mm-hmm. That that might be a a good bonus episode somewhere. Yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. Th- that would have been exciting to be in his class. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of quite a few different things we could have gone over. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty neat. That is cool. All right, so this is a it's been a pretty short one. Mm-hmm. Jellico is a small town, um, and you know, if you do have more stories, you can uh, reach out to us at yourtowncrimepod at gmail.com. And you can tell us you have, you know, what you write us a, a story. Tell us mm-hmm. what your story is. Uh, if we miss some big historical thing or if there's something that goes on in your town, um, if it's not Jellicoe, but we've covered your town, again, come uh, reach out to us and tell us. The juicy gossip, I guess. Yes. Let us Spill know those tea. stories. Yeah, if it's if it's a good <laughs> one, we we might do a uh, some mini sods and some fillers during the week and uh, and uh, include those things. So uh, <laughs> we're we're uh, we're getting getting the hang of this still. So we're working on it. Uh, always find us on Instagram at Your Town Crime Pod or Twitter at at Crime underscore Town or on Facebook at Your Town Crime Podcast. So hopefully you guys are on there chatting it up, talking about what we're talking about and uh, making new friends, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so be, uh, be checking out with Instagram, see see what we've got going on there. Uh, that's going to be our main, that's our main thing. Uh, Facebook will we'll also post up there, but probably be hanging around the Insta. Yes. A little bit more, show you some pictures and stuff during the week, get you excited, get your get you ready to to sit down and listen to your town cry <laughs> <laughs> i drive around in my car in my truck going your town crying your town crying so. i could see it <laughs> i haven't figured it out yet so you guys get to hear it different all the time or maybe it's the same and that's the way i'm going so all right, so uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you want to go to Jellicoe, if you want to s- study more about it, you can go to their website. The city website is jellicocity.com. Um, if you want to go visit, uh, it's not too far away from uh, from the Cumberland Gap, uh, Cumberland Gap State Park. Or I think it's State Park. Uh, there's Indian Mountain State Park uh, in Jellicoe, uh, which I believe is a reclaimed uh, mine site. Uh, so that's pretty neat. But Cumberland Gap if you're trying to get from Cumberland Gap to Johnson City, Tennessee, don't go west. Because you're not going to end up in Jellica, or you're not going to end up in Johnson City like the song says. <laughs> All right. Just a little bit of information. If you know, if you know, uh, Wagon Wheel, the Old Crow Medicine Show, if you're getting your directions from Old Crow, Old Crow don't. <laughs> because Johnson City is east of Cumberland Gap. Just a little <laughs> side note. So many people are lost. <laughs> yeah. But somebody out there knows exactly what I'm talking about. The one. She's <laughs> headed west from Cumberland Gap to Johnson City, Tennessee. Yeah, I've yeah? heard this song, right. I swear. Okay. So you can't, 
<laughs> if you move, if you go west from Johnson City, from Cumberland Gap, you're going away from Johnson City, Tennessee. <laughs> Are we going to throw it again? Oh, yeah. It's time to go. It's time to throw. Who You threw right last time, right? Yes. All right. All right Let's see if Jason has better aim. Where are you going to try to go? Are you just going to throw? <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> oh, you got it. I feel like you throw so aggressive. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Ooh. That's pretty far. <laughs> okay, Jason, where'd you hit? All right, we got another border <laughs> town. Uh, it's on the border of Oregon and Washington. Uh, I've heard of Walla Walla, Washington. This is just south of there in Oregon. It's Milton Freewater, Oregon. Milton Freewater. Milton Freewater, yep. Uh, so we'll see what we can find on that. That has to be named after... Someone. Someone, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I also might go uh, go and see where uh, Walla Walla. See what that name's after. It sounds like an Australian town. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So. Okay. Well, I'm excited right. about this one. Yeah, I know we're getting out to the to the to the left coast to the west coast again, <laughs> and uh, I have not been to Milton Freewater. I have not been to anywhere near there. I flew into Portland and headed south. I think we, I have not slept a night in Oregon, but I have landed and driven and eaten pizza in Oregon. Oh. Three things you can confirm. <laughs> I can confirm that I ate pizza in Medford, Oregon in 2005. Okay. And I could probably find the name of the pizza joint. That must have been to. some good pizza to remember it. It was my first Oregon pizza. Okay. Are they famous for pizza? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I remember a lot of green tree, a lot of trees and uh, mountains and stuff. It was, it was pretty. Yeah. Uh, and then we stopped and ate pizza in Medford. That's a big running state. Yeah. Nike. Nike. Yeah. That's where uh, Prefontaine. Went to mm -hmm. school and ran and yeah. All right. So okay. All <laughs> we're right. just uh, Rabbit Trail we're just, City. We're today. both staring at the map. Just, <laughs> just, just this is where life yeah. has brought us. <laughs> yeah. Just staring at a map, talking like Bob Ross. <laughs> all right. Uh okay. Thanks. We're gonna wrap this up. Okay. Thank you all for listening. Uh if you've listened since episode number one. We uh, love we, you. We love you and really appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, Mom, I really appreciate you <laughs> listening to all of them, and uh, I hope I make you proud. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if like, you would like to support us, yeah, like, share. subscribe, share. Um, if you uh, maybe we're on part Patreon by now, oh, yeah. If we maybe. are, give us some money. <laughs> <laughs> Go give us a dollar, a dollar, a dollar a month. Okay, that'd be fine. Yeah, twelve dollars a year. That's not a lot, and uh, maybe we'll send you some stickers or something. <laughs> We can buy some more comfortable <laughs> I chairs. I like that you said stickers. Stickers? What? Because now know, we have to get stickers, right? <laughs> I don't know. I like stickers. <laughs> okay. Duly noticed. <laughs> All right. So we'll, I don't know. We'll do something for you. If you give us money, we'll 
for a free podcast. We'll do something, right? I mean, yeah. Something. Yeah. Shannon, we'll do something yes. for Yes. Right. Maybe more than stickers. We'll give you a shout out. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Say your name on our world famous podcast. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks. John Smith. <laughs> our first, first Patreon. Yes. Actually, it's kidding. definitely going to be your mom. <laughs> My mom. <laughs> Probably. She's really sweet. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.